Welcome to the St Emmeline's podcast. I'm Ian Beardsell. I'm at the London Trauma Conference and managed to grab a few minutes with Mark Wilson, not only consultant neurosurgeon and pre-hospital care practitioner and all-round good egg, but the real force behind perhaps one of the most innovative and possibly life-changing medical applications to see come out on the market in recent times. And I thought we could just take a few minutes with Mark for him to explain a little bit about Good Sam, the app that he's been developing with colleagues down here in London. Mark, thank you so much for coming. Good Sam, the motivation behind it, where did that come from? Well, the motivation for this really came from our work on London's Air Ambulance. We see a significant number of people who get a head injury, and some of those seem to have a period of apnea before we get there. I see this at post-mortem when often brains are sliced up after the patient's died and you find they haven't got that much of a parenchymal injury. They've got a hypoxic brain injury. Well, we try to think of a way of minimising this secondary brain injury, either this, this hypoxic episode. And we talked about well, maybe to train people better to look after airways, but that's not going to be the way of doing it. The problem was there's no one there. So we wanted to find a way of harnessing well-trained people to hold an airway open. And we figured that you're never more than five metres away from a spider, so you're probably never more than 100 or 200 metres away, at least in London, from a doctor, a nurse, a paramedic, someone who's competent to do this. And so hence, that's where the app came from. Now, obviously, the app has a far bigger reach than impact brain apnea in the cardiac arrest world and severe life-threatening emergencies. And that's what what it's really been built for. So this all came from that idea that getting somebody there quickly to open an airway is what we need, but we can't do that as part of our pre-hospital emergency medical service as fast as we'd like. And so crowdsourcing using technology to get people there Now, that's all well and good, having that idea. It's a lovely idea, but taking that from an idea into the realisation of an app that appears, how on earth did you go about doing that? Well, there's a tech developer guy called Ali Gorbongoli who's been just phenomenal and instrumental in building all this. And I've known from Imperial. We developed the concept and then built the application around that. And the application is technically very clever in that there are two versions of the app. There's an alerter app, which is the general public's one, and there's a responder app. So the responder app is the one that, as a medic, you have on your phone. You download it in your register, and if you want to download it, it Good Sam is all one word, and then you can type in Good Sam Responder into any you know, Google Play or the Apple Store or Windows. Download it, register, and when you register, you have to upload your ID. So you just take a picture of your ID and it uploads from the camera. Once it's approved, then you're good to go. And it just sits on your phone. You can switch your phone. You know, you obviously switch it off, not switch it off completely, but switch it off so the screen's off. It doesn't really drain any battery in the more modern phones because it's not using GPS. It's, it's triangulating from beacons uh, more than anything else it usually is anyway. So it's, uh, it just sits on your phone. If someone uh, within a few hundred metres of you alerts, use the, uses the alerter function, uh, that will dial 999. So or if you're in another country, it'll dial the appropriate um, number for that emergency services. And uh, simultaneously, it will alert the three nearest responders. So you've got your phone is programmed and somehow using technology that's very clever, it knows where you are. So the app can tell whereabouts you are. It actually makes a siren sound, which is a bit, uh, it just goes nino nino. Uh, so it's different to a ringtone. Uh, and, and then you look on your phone and it will say, this person needs your help and ask you if you can go. Now, if you can't go, you might be in the shower, you, you might have had a few drinks, in which case you say no, it's not a problem. It will then alert the next nearest person. You've got to remember the statutory services are already coming, so the, 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 it's not affecting them. It really is just alerting you to something that's around the corner. The idea being is, is that you know, so there's people who have cardiac arrest in a coffee shop. The bookshop next door has got a paramedic or something in it, and he could have gone and helped, but he just didn't know about it until he walks out and finds there's an ambulance that's arrived. But by that point, you've probably missed four or five minutes. So downloading the app doesn't 
obligate you to responding if you aren't able to for whatever reason. No, and actually you shouldn't respond if you have had some alcohol. You know, that would be um, an inappropriate thing to do. And also, we, we, you know, there's, a, there's a list of things on the website that uh, sort of give people some guidance. So people shouldn't drive to, for example, jobs. You know, it should be a question of just literally walking out around the corner. So this is literally the person who you may even know, it might be a friend or a colleague or somebody nearby, that you can walk there. It's a case of putting your shoes on, getting out the door, walking as fast as you can to get where you need to be, and you could be the person who opens the airway on that traumatised patient or even uses some kit, perhaps a nearby public access defibrillator, in the extended use of this, which is in cardiac arrest. Yeah, so um, the, the app also has a defibrillator registry, is what we call it. And we've now got over 12,000 defibrillators on that. If you see a defibrillator that is fixed, i.e. on a station or in a, a public access place, not in the back of someone's car, because obviously that moves around. If you see a defibrillator, you take a picture of it, it uploads to the server, uh, it strips the geotags out of that picture so it knows where it was, and it gets... It's then checked to make sure it is real where it, where it is, where it says, and then it gets approved and it appears on the, on the map. So uh, it's a very comprehensive defibrillator registry as well. It sounds like you've thought it all through very carefully. You've got not only a, a way of getting people on the system, but you're also checking that these people are real. These aren't people who are just fancy being at the scene of an accident. And we've all, as we drive down the motorway, we're all too familiar with people who pull up and drive very slowly through curiosity. Yeah. So these are real people who can make a real difference. How it's, do you go about making sure that those people do exist and they do have those qualifications. It, it re- the governance of this is absolutely critical because if you if it wasn't governed, i.e. if anyone could sign up, then it just becomes unusable. So the governance is very, very important. So when people register, they upload their ID and if they've got a GMC number, they put that in as well and we can check when it's GMC register. So we know who they are and we confirm that they've got some ID that, conf- that, that confirms that. Now, actually, we've developed a secondary parallel system to this now, which is institutions can register. So, for example, London's Air Ambulance uh, is an institution that's registered, but a number of ambulance services have as well. London Ambulance Service uh, and a lot of, quite a lot of ambulance services across Australia have registered. And if you work for them, then you can register under them. So they actually approve you. And it means that in the future, rather than people having to use the alert app to alert, if someone dials 999, through their own CAD, their own computer, a dispatch system, they can be uh, alerted to an emergency near them. So even if someone hasn't, you know, has had a cardiac arrest and they're not, no one's pressed the button, the alerter button, it's actually just gone through the ordinary 999 system. So that's by passing the need for the alerter app. So you don't have to have, at the moment, we're depending a bit on chance, you need somebody nearby, when you have yeah. your crash, you need somebody nearby you with an alerter app and somebody nearby with a responder app. But I guess your dream is, is that one day most of the ambulance services will use this and use it a way of just getting people to the scene quicker. Uh, well, absolutely. And all it's just doing is it's just maintaining airway and providing good quality CPR until the ambulance service does arrive. It's not, it's not you know, in any way replacing or anything like that. It is literally just hopefully providing that um, high quality CPR or early airway management that makes, from my experience, a, a massive difference in outcome. So uh, yeah, I think, I, I think it's, it seems to be doing that. I think it seems to be working quite well. A lot of these people won't necessarily be like myself or yourself working in pre-hospital or emergency mm. care. They may just be nurses who work in outpatients but have done basic life support courses or doctors who work in dermatology but have done basic life support. Do they need to worry about their indemnity or worry about how they're covered? I suppose the name Good Samaritan yeah. implies that that's exactly so, what this is. So we've, done, we've gone through a lot of this. And the way to think about this is it's a Good Samaritan Act. So it's like shouting for help but shouting through walls except you're pressing a button and someone's 
effectively that signal is going through the walls. There is no dispatch element to this in the Good Sam system. So uh, it's a Good Samaritan Act that you're performing, and we've gone through this with lots of different organisations. And unfortunately, the UK doesn't have a Good Samaritan law yet, which does exist in most parts of America and in Australia. But that's coming in next year, and that will pretty much mean that it makes it extremely difficult for anyone to try and uh, take legal action. At the moment, you're fairly safe performing Good Samaritan Acts in the UK. There is you know, there's very few cases where anyone's had attempted to take anyone to court over it. Now, all of this sounds almost too good to be true. We've got a, a motivated person who had an idea, shares it with a friend, who then finds a de- also has a friend as a developer, who then uses skills that have already been taught to people. There, there must be some... There, is there cost involved? So, um, how on earth is... This just sounds almost yeah. too good. So we've set up as a social enterprise. So everything that we've just talked about is all free. So it's free for alerters, free for responders, free for the ambulance service to use it. The, the only thing that we will have to make some kind of ongoing cost to probably is if it's integrated with the CAD system because that requires the ambulance service to have some development as well and it's very straightforward it's really straightforward actually the API that's developed is extremely easy to incorporate but that's the only thing that uh, the side of it that we would not be sustainable but this is a truly altruistic application a truly, truly altruistic gesture only good can come from this so people can Finish this podcast now. Encourage their friends to download the Alerter app if they're non-medical. Encourage their friends who are medical to download the Responder app. And actually, to my mind, there's there's no bad side to this at all. I hope there isn't. There shouldn't be. What we really need is we've got a lot of we've got so we've got over three thousand uh, responders in the UK, and density is pretty good in most places now. But the more we can get, the better. So if you're trained and listening to this and think that this is something you just put on your phone, that's great. If uh, but what we really need is the alerters at the moment until we're integrated with or. Um, lots of ambulance services, and we're integrating now with LAS, but we want to integrate with others as well. Uh, until we're integrated with the ambulance services, then the alert system is the only way that it will actually uh, activate. And it still does 999, so it's actually a bit... It's, it's just as quick as pressing 999. Uh, not only that, it tells you where you are, so you can give an exact coordinates and uh, addresses to where you're standing. The alert side of things has a lot of other functions in addition to just dialing 999. But we do need people to spread the word amongst their family, their friends, and things like that. So if, just tell them about it. Get them, when you're at home, get them to download it and, and log them in, and then they're done. Mark, it sounds truly fantastic. I think there's very few opportunities where we can do things that just genuinely do good. And I can only applaud you for what you're doing. I know you've received lots of other plaudits as well, and I know you're too humble, really, to talk about them. So I, I won't mention Downing Street saying how great you are and all these other things because it'll only embarrass you. So we, we'll skip past that and not talk about that. But Mark, you are to be applauded. In, in, in all honesty, can I say about that? Yeah. The, this is actually a community. It's not me. It is actually the Good Sam community that's developing around this is just wonderful to watch. There are some, there's some amazing people who are being very supportive. So it's not, it isn't, it, it's not me. It's everyone. But we'll pat you on the back anyway, because you're in the room. So if you're listening to this podcast, once you're off your device, whatever you're listening to, check you've downloaded your responder app if you're medical. Get on your text messages, message your friends, your family, get them on the Alerter app. Only good can come of this. It doesn't even drain your phone battery, for heaven's sake. So there's no reason not to do this. Mark, it's, it is inspirational to hear such a story. And I just hope that the people listening to this take that message forward and pass it on to their friends, families and colleagues. Thank you very much, Ian.